to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. Double A Adamantium Adam, welcome back to just another Friday night. My brother adrenalized me. What night is it? What time is it? It's podcasting time. Woo! Guys, I am one of your two hosts, CM Chuck. I have already introduced the man, <laughs> my co-host, my partner here, the guy that makes this magic all come together so that we can do this wonderful show for y'all. Double A at Mansion Adam. Hey guys, happy Friday the 13th. Happy Friday night. Uh, CM, we're about to call this shit in the ring. Oh man. Just like the great ones. Man, we're calling it in the ring. Hip toss, drop down, tackle. Guys, you know why? Because this is such a fun topic that we're going to be all over. There's eight episodes. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about them in all kind of crazy order. We're right here up front. I got a little bit of, not blowback, but a little bit of like, you know, <laughs> spoiler alert on the on our three Jokers yeah, episode. Yeah. Guys, pretty much, I'm going to just, we're just going to probably say this every time now. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. If we're talking about it, we're going to spoil the fuck out of it. We're talking about every CM, aspect. It's been what, about a month already? Oh, that yeah. It's been ended. Yeah. This, so... We wanted, guys, this was meant to be our season Premiere, premiere. to premiere. Yes. And fortune Chadwick Boseman passed, mm-hmm. and we had a whole a set of stuff already lined yeah. up. So yeah. because it got off set, it got pushed back to mm-hmm. now. So you guys have had plenty of time to go and watch yeah. it. But we do understand. Maybe you don't know what the boys are. Yeah. Maybe and you you're know. like, what's the boys? Is that a comic book? Is it? Well, it was. It was a great, great By comic book. One of our favorite. Favorite writers slash creators, Garth Ennis. That's right. That's right. The man from Northern mm-hmm. Ireland, the creator of Preacher, the, the guy who wrote Punisher, a great run on Punisher. Reestablished Punisher as a heavyweight player. Mm-hmm. Uh, did great work on Judge Dredd. Uh, the Constantine. If you ever seen Constantine's uh, movie, it's pretty much based on his run on Constantine. I believe the show, too, that came out. There mm-hmm. was the brief show that people did love, which yes. was more... Yes, directly which he, he has come out in other of the DC shows. Yeah, that actor who played Constantine, yeah. and yeah. Uh, him and Lucifer interact too. I yes. think they say yes, yes, Lucifer yes. show. Uh, Hitman guys, if you know Tommy Monaghan, Hitman. Yeah, that's Garth Ennis. Yeah, uh, elements of the Punisher with Thomas Jane was from Garth Ennis' right. run. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, Warzone, I believe, was maybe even from. Might, yeah, it might have been like almost a direct yeah. pull. So, guys, Garth Ennis is one of the elite writers mm-hmm. writing comic books today. He writes from a very realistic standpoint, mm-hmm. a very – guys, what I like to call him, and this is what I say, I, probably other people have said it, and I'm probably not the first, but like the Quentin Tarantino of comic books. Yeah, I would say that. I would say that, yeah. Because his yeah. shit is so, like, crazy, off the wall. The, and luckily, yeah. C.M. Meany did get to meet the man himself. Yes, very, uh, very awesome. Like a few years ago. It's already been like a few years Maybe already. 2017, Yeah, But yeah. we, man, as soon as we found out, we we got tickets. We fucking waited in line before the Heroes opened. Mm-hmm. You know, we were number one and two. Yeah. You know, yeah. So yeah, we were super fucking excited to 
meet the man himself. Definitely. And and to hear that when his, some of his properties were going to be made into things. Yeah, like, like, how crazy is that? Yeah, movies Because yeah, we wouldn't shows. think that you could adapt this. We only thought <laughs> any of Garth's Ennis's work would work is if it's like on HBO yeah. or like yeah. Netflix where it's like, you know. Yeah. So guys, having Preacher having come out on AMC was Which was cool. still in developmental hell. Right. Because right. it was supposed to be on HBO. Yeah. At one point. Yeah. And, yeah. it, and it should have been. Uh, the casting was great. The acting was great. But we're going to talk about this. The spirit, <laughs> the spirit of wasn't really there. Wasn't really there. Yeah. It, it's it's very fun and very great to watch. And it's as its own. Watch yeah. it as its own. But it's it, it's a separate from the book. The characters have the same names, but they're very different for the most part. Now the boys, Ooh. Amazon Prime. Great place to great be place. because gloves are off, yes. guys. This is a rated M for mature yeah. show, mm -hmm. no doubt about it. Um, and guys, that is the subject of our show tonight, just another Friday night podcast, just another Friday night, guys. Tonight we are talking all about the boys, the boys. season two, Amazon Prime, eight episodes, about an hour each. It's about yes, 45 to an hour. Okay, sure. And and one thing, one note, I'm gonna make this note again at the end of the show, but one note I want to do make, guys, we do want to remind you, you've heard us talk about it on our pre-show, you heard us talk about it on our Facebook page, you heard us talk about it on our uh, Facebook group, the Friday Night Faithful, which we want you to join and we want you to like our page and like us on, on Twitter at JAFN Podcast, follow us, and then follow us on Instagram at JAFN Podcast. But guys, next week. We are going to be on someone else's podcast, mm -hmm. the Dork Dad Podcast. Go look it up. Uh, I know he's on iTunes. I know he's on Spotify for sure. Probably a slew of other places just like us. But, guys, uh, Lucky, the host of the Dork Dad Podcast, has put Double A and myself on his show. We're going to be on his show next week. Um, last week, he had fucking Lilo Broncado fucking C. Mm -hmm. From the Bronx Tale, man. I mean, dude, how cool. I was I was fucking stoked because I love the Bronx Tale. Mm -hmm. I saw him like in the late nineties on the recommendation of my late aunt's boyfriend. He's he he's the one that recommended CM uh Goodfellas. Yeah. Too. Oh really? Uh, yeah, he just recommended like a shitload of like games. Now movies. I know I know you read those books too. Did you buy those after you saw the movies? No, actually I saw the movies first and then bought them. Oh, okay, afterwards. okay, that's okay. Yeah, cool. but he it's because of him. Yeah, you know, he's like, You need to turn out Goodfellas, but then he also said Oh, you need, he said Goodfellas, Carlito's Way, uh -huh. and A Bronx Tale. Three nice. movies I had never really heard of. Right, right. I checked it out. Goodfellas, fell in love with it. Carlito's Way, fell in love with it. Uh, Bronx Tale. I was like, wow. Yeah. Amazing. How amazing cool. stuff. How yeah. cool. And for me, guys, I love mob movies. I would say, excuse me. Excuse me. Gross. Once again, I, I got us a burp in the pre-show <laughs> on the record show, guys. Uh I think I watched a lot of those with uh, Holtzy Bear. Holtzy Bear and, and me oh, like, really? kind of went down that. Oh, that okay. really good. But I do remember reading the books from you because oh, I borrowed uh, Wise Guys from you. And Nicholas I borrowed, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. Nicholas Pledge. And I also borrowed Casino, Casino from Casino, you. Casino, yeah. Uh, so I do remember that by, uh, borrowing those books and reading those yeah. after seeing the movies from you. But I think yeah. I went through my kind of mob move watching phase with the whole team. We all did uh, yeah. at one point. Yeah. We, we saw Casino so much. And, and then we were there all yeah. together. I yeah. even had a birthday party that was just centered all around gangster movies. Is that when we ate the meatball subs? Yeah, that was mm -hmm. a really good one. I yep. we could go for one of those yep. meatball subs right uh -huh. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but guys, yeah, so but yeah, so check, yeah, Dork Dad, he, he got in touch with him mm -hmm. and Lilo said, Yeah, I'll do your show, man. Yeah. So pretty cool of him to do that. Um it's going to be, it should be an awesome interview. I mean, uh, 
it was an awesome interview. Yeah. And uh, check us out on Monday, like CM said. Yeah, the episode before Lilo Broncado is actually Aaron B. from Best Burger yeah. slash yeah. The Big Bite now. Um, so you can get to hear about how a guy starts a YouTube show all about eating burgers and stuff. <laughs> then you get to hear a, 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 a pretty much a young actor, rising star, also start, started alongside Danny DeVito, Renaissance Man, also started alongside That's Denzel right. Washington right. in Crimson Tide. And, of course, with the man, the man of the hour, the man, the, the man, the man, Robert De Niro yeah. in yeah. the Bronx, the role that started him off. And then he was on this huge rise. And then the, the tragic tale of drugs and Hollywood comes yeah, in. Yeah, so, like, he was doing the Sopranos, and I don't know, somewhere along the way, him and his friends, for some reason, he got involved mm-hmm. with the – he was trying to bur- burglarize a house. Um, cops got involved. A uh, cop was an undercover cop what off duty was uh killed mm-hmm. by one of his buddies he got uh jailed for um second second degree murder i believe so uh he served the uh, he was sentenced to 10 years served eight and yeah. you yeah. know i mean it's all, it sucks all yeah. of this guys is and again i want to tell you right now lucky from dork that podcast doesn't go that much into this with lilo because there's a great documentary called Wasted talent, mm-hmm. a huge theme of a Bronx tale, yeah. of repeated numerous times. Yeah. Probably. It's on, it's called Wasted Talent. It's on Amazon Prime, which mm-hmm. we're coming back to talking about the boys. It's on Amazon Prime. Go watch it. Go check it out, guys. It's it's actually made by a cop, an NYPD ah. retired NYPD police okay. is the one to put it in, and he okay. straight up tells you in the beginning. He interviews other cops. And not a very uh, a lot of savory opinions, good opinions from the police yeah, regarding Lilo so. Broncado. Yeah, I so. and uh, I imagine very tough for him to go back and watch that. But he you know he, he was a real stand up guy. He he you know he did it, and he was okay with the the documentary being done that way. He wanted a true telling, and uh, he told uh, Lucky when he got interviewed for Dork Dad, um, "You can ask me whatever." Yeah. And and Lucky didn't like you know grill him hardcore, but but uh, you know he just. Uh, I liked his approach to it. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, it was, it was yeah. still kind of kept lighthearted and good. And he did ask him some things about it, obviously, because, you know, how can you not? And uh, they have a really, really touching, really personal moment uh, where Lucky talks about uh, his own brother and some things. Uh, but, uh, guys, I don't want to uh, take away from it. I want you to go listen to it. Yeah. Hear, hear Aaron B. first on Dork Dad Podcast. Learn about Big Bite. You guys know we love that YouTube show. And, uh, you know, we love uh, Aaron B. He's a huge contributor to our program. Um, and then go listen to Lilo Broncado. If you love a Bronx tale, Crimson Tide, uh, you think he's Mr. V- Vossler or v- Voss- Vossler, I think it's the name, his name in, in Crimson Tide. And then also, of course, uh, like I said, Renaissance Man with Danny DeVito, Sopranos. Uh, yeah, I know some of our Friday night members are like, oh, wow, cool. Yeah. Like he interviewed him. So, yeah. So yeah. check him out there. And then, guys, Monday night, after you hear our show, <laughs> pick yeah. up another episode of Dirt Night. Because, guys, we give you about an hour and a half of content, but you got a whole week of listening to stuff. And you might want to hear another podcast. Go hear that one. And you hear us. You get to hear us <laughs> kind of talk about ourselves and bullshit. And it's just pretty much, it's, Two guys that are into certain things, like you know, me and Double A R, y'all know that. And then we talk to another guy that's got a podcast that's into the same stuff, and we just kind of shoot the shit. And uh, we eventually want to get lucky on here on our mm-hmm. show when we get a good topic. And I, I got to just see him yesterday uh, evening, and and he goes, "Man, I really want to get you guys on again." So that's, that's awesome. really exciting that's to awesome. hear. We'd love to do that's that. Good to so, hear. Yeah, uh, very cool, very cool. Um, but guys, that's it for that stuff. Now we're getting right back in Double A. Adrenalize me, the boys season uh, two 
do we need to go back? Do we need to talk about the comic a little bit? Do we need to talk about season one a little bit? Where, no, where do you no, want to go? Let's just talk about season two. Okay, go. Let's okay. do it. Let's do uh, it. Some things have happened. Guys, yeah. in, in season one, you get introductions to the characters. You get to meet Huey. Uh, you get to meet um, the Homelander. You get to meet Billy Butcher, played by Carl Urban. You might know him as Dredd. You might know him as um, Bones McCoy. Bones McCoy from um, the new Star Trek. He comes Trek. out in the Lord of the Rings series. That's right. You know, he comes so. out in uh, – he's even in Thor. Yeah, he's, he's even in Thor, the Thor. Executioner. The Executioner, that's uh, right. Yeah. You guys ever seen Doom? <laughs> with the rock okay yeah. he was in okay. doom too very so. cool but guys i gotta tell you for my money and i loved him as bones um and i and i liked him in in lord of the rings and i liked him in uh in thor, thor uh thor. Yeah. yeah you know i haven't seen dread yet but it's but, a good one yeah i know you're always telling me about that one. one but to me carl urban is now billy butcher oh, william yeah. yeah you know billy butcher, butcher. uh of the boys yeah and guys, this is kind of another cool thing, right? I was thinking about this, Double A. I don't know what you think about this, right? But like, this is Garth Ennis, right? Garth mm -hmm. Ennis writes a story that's it's kind a of parody. A, a parody almost yeah. of superhero, the superhero yes. world. It's not of the tone of Watchmen, but it almost is who watches the Watchmen in a sense. Because it's oh, like, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost who's gonna who polices these guys that can do whatever the fuck they want. So basically, this is why I told a friend of ours. Um, I say basically that it's he takes them into a real world where they have to deal with social media, where they are mm -hmm. like superstars. They deal with social media. They deal with agents, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hollywood agents, uh, you know, fan approval, uh, markability, uh, who gets to join the seven. Which is like a parody of uh, the, the Avengers, the Avengers, or, 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 or the Justice, League. the Justice League. It's a parody of both. Yeah, <laughs> and what great power does to you, and most of the time in this show, it corrupts the hell out of these soups. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Absolutely. Bad. Real bad. <laughs> great power corrupts. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's almost as if Superman was like, you know what? There's no one on this planet that can hurt me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. You know? Guys, you know, we talked about it before that you know, people have longed for like an evil divide if Superman was bad, a dark Superman. Sorry. The Injustice games mm -hmm. go into the Superman goes bad. Guys, you want to see a really, what a real oh bad version of Superman would oh be like? Goodness. Look no further than the Homelander, and you will see the absolute Egotistical, worst version. Narcissist. Corrupt. Insane. Insane. Sociopathic. Murderous. murderous. I mean, um, self-serving. Just, I mean, guys, Homelander is, and Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander. Oh, my goodness. Wow. He literally <sighs> chews the fucking scenery. Yes. You you I, love to hate him. <laughs> you love to hate him. I do. And, man, the scenes with him are just, I think I love the show really because of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did we talk about before we started recording, Double Sometimes he comes on to screen and you get tense. You get really tense because he just has his face where he knows what you're talking about. And... At any moment, you're just afraid that he's going to kill you. Yeah. Yes. Uh, just like that because he can. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and he kills just like that. Yeah. So let's talk about a quick scene. So um, early on in season two, uh, 
they're missing one of their team members who we see gets expired in season one. Guys, go back and watch season one. Uh, but one of the team members of the seven, who again is like like an Avengers, like a Justice uh, League. Justice League. Um, so they're recruiting. They need to fill it. It's got. They're called the seven, so there needs to be a seventh, right? Yes. So they bring in Blind Spot. Oh man, the holy fuck. the uh, the gal. Oh my gosh, what is her name? Uh, Madeline is Madeline. No, yeah. no, no, no. Madeline is a, that's that's the other one. I'm thinking of Elizabeth uh, Shue. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue. But I'm thinking of the gal that's like their PR gal. She's doing all oh of the uh, running around for them. Uh, oh my gosh, I have her name written down right here. Ashley. Ashley is like, oh, I've got this. We've got a great person that we're gonna get filled. And you guys, you see that they make it so Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like they've got all these like handlers and all that. So she brings this guy, who's blind, an Asian guy. Uh, to Homelander, and she's like, it's going to be diverse. We're adding diversity. It's trending really well. People want diversity. And then he's like, oh, okay, he's blind. You know, Homelander says this, and she's like, well, you know, yeah, you know what I mean? But, you know, he has these other abilities, other powers. And he's like, okay. And out of nowhere, Double A, what happens? So, so first off, he's kind of like interviewing him. He's like, you, you're getting the impression that Homelander likes this new addition, right? Until all of a sudden, he's like, what happens if I, you know, somebody does this or if I do that? And he fucking smacks his hands on the dude's ears with all his force. And the dude's fucking eardrums just erupt and blood just starts popping out of both of his ears where he's bleeding to death. I mean, and, yeah. and Ashley is just like horrified at what this guy did. He just went. Boom. Yeah. And man, that poor fucking dude never even knew. You see him drop. You see him writhing in pain. And while (laughs) while this is happening, Ashley is this just like regular person that, you know, works for the main company guys here is called Vought. She works for them and she's like a handler for the seven. But she's really just a puppet. Oh, yeah. She's a puppet. And she's talking and Homelander's telling her, you don't make decisions in the seven. <laughs> I mean, meanwhile, the whole time this guy is screaming and you're literally seeing the blood begin to pool around him. Yeah. And guys, I know it feels like we're just like going at breakneck speed right into this without giving you a lot of background. Yeah, but, but so, I mean, like as quickly as I can, I'm going to tell you. So again, the show centers around this company called Vought. Vought is who owns the seven. Imagine them being like, I don't know, Johnson & Johnson or even Amazon. Okay. Now imagine that Amazon, in a sense, bought or owned like a superhero Superheroes. team, and yes. they were and they were real. That's yes. what you got here. Now, then you've got well, who are the boys? And this is what I was going to mention earlier. Double A. How funny is it, right? That like, you know, Garth Ennis has written stories about war, uh, all kinds of war, mm-hmm. uh, World, World War II, World War II, Vietnam. Yeah. Vietnam. And when he was doing a series of books that were about war, he just called it War Story. Mm-hmm. He writes this book about superheroes. He doesn't give it like a flashy name like the Avengers or, you know, the Justice League of America. It's the boys. The boys. It's just about the boys because this good this team of quote unquote good guys, they don't have a name. They're, they're covert operatives. And that's where you've got Billy Butcher. You've got Frenchie, the Frenchman. Mm-hmm. You've got the female, Kimiko. You've got Mother's Milk, Marvin. And then you've got Wee Huey, who is Huey, and Petite uh, Huey, yeah, Petite Huey, you know, so guys, these are just like normal guys, and each one is flawed, each one has this fucked up, shit, but they're yeah. each have these really awesome qualities about them. No superpowers except for the female Kimiko, she has been injected mm-hmm. with 
what we find out makes superheroes called Compound V. Yeah, which is kind of like a little departure of the comic book. In the comic book, they are injected, right. and they are injected will willingly, uh, just to so they can have a a, a, an, a, a chance, a chance against all of them have it, right? Yeah, Frenchie, yes. Lily, yes. All, 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 all of them have, have it. it. Yeah. In order to keep up with the soups, in order to do their business. Yeah. But in here, they do not have Compound V. Mm-hmm. Okay? They rely on their skills yeah. and their smarts against these egotistical, narcissistic, fucked up heroes. Yeah. Uh, in quotations, heroes exactly. that we have running around. These guys on the outside, they're like, hi, everybody. We love you. They do charity. Mm-hmm. They visit sick, dying children. Oh, yeah. But inside, they're just pieces of shit. Real bad pieces of shit. They drink, smoke, have all kinds of exes and sex. Oh, yeah. Men, women, they, they don't give a shit. Who what the fuck? the fuck ever? Yeah. Yeah, yeah drugs, all of that. Drugs um, is around. Guys, so let me give you like a quick little rundown, okay, of, of the seven. So it starts out and you've got, you know, and we're talking, we're talking about Susan. You've got Homelander. Homelander. He's essentially like Superman. Superman. You've got Queen Maeve or Meeve. Queen Maeve. 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 Queen Maeve. Queen Maeve is like your Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. You've got Black Noir. Batman. Guy dressed all in black. Almost Noir. looks like Snake Eyes. From black, like, quiet. Yeah, no, no, no audible. Never talks. No audible action, just movements. He's almost like your Batman. Batman, yes. You've got A Train, uh, the Flash, young, brash, black dude, almost like the Flash, though. Yeah, but he's also mm-hmm. got like a very like sports type like attitude. Yes, of to course. Him. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They give him that thing. You've got the Deep, who is like Aquaman. Aquaman. And then in this season, we get Stormfront, new new yeah. character to season two. Yeah. Um, and you get Starlight. Starlight is from season one. Who would you say Starlight? You know, those two, I didn't write anybody down for Stormfront and Starlight. I didn't well, write Well, Stormfront in the comics is more like Thor. Okay. 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 Uh, now we're barring like an Avengers yeah. character into the Justice yeah, League. Yeah, but Starlight, though, I was having a hard time with that one. I don't know. I don't know. I think she's kind of, since she is kind of like the bridge between the Seven and the boys, I don't know if there's anyone hmm. to necessarily be okay. assigned. You just kind of need that okay. character. Um, in, in season one, guys, Starlight is the new girl to the team. She's super innocent. She thinks the seven are mm-hmm. these world-class mm-hmm. heroes. She finds out right away they're not. She does not believe in what they say, but the seven, is, it's the position that you want as a superhero. Yeah, she sees the real ugly side real quick, <laughs> real of, quick. of the seven Yeah, uh, because of, of a guy, the, the Deep. deep <laughs> who in season two has been excommunicated from the team. Yes. And in a sense, the deep has almost been replaced by Stormfront. Would you say Stormfront, that? Stormfront. Yeah, yes. Stormfront is replaced. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, again, guys, please go watch season one because in, uh, all that will make a lot more sense. But but here in season two, we've got pretty much the new seven. They're hanging out. A lot of shit has happened in season one, and we want to pick up where the big what, – what, what we know – from season one is that Billy, the main guy, everyone you're gonna find out guy on the on the boys, everyone has a hang up with something, somebody, somebody from or having to do with the seven. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. been wronged in some way. Huey in the beginning of season one, his girlfriend gets killed, obliterated by A Train yeah, because he can't fucking control his speed. Right. So yeah, right. he just and he was partying, over. right? He was out partying, bad, real bad. And he's running at his top speed. And Huey's girlfriend is standing in the street, and he ends up left just holding her for her hands. That's literally how season one, episode yeah. one starts, yeah. guys. 
Yeah, so uh, like I said, there there's no redeeming quality in any of these heroes. Mm -hmm. uh, so called <laughs> Homelander is just losing his mind. Uh, you know, because at the end of season one, he finds out you know he was an experiment. Right. You know, uh, right. they hid Becca, and that she had a kid by after he raped her. Yes. You yeah. Know? So Homelander raped. Uh, Butcher's wife. Butcher's wife. That's Butcher's hangup. And we're and, led and to he believe. Killed. We're led to believe both of them were led to believe that she was killed. Mm -hmm. uh, no, she had her son. Homelander finds out. You know, goes ape shit over it. Kills uh, Elizabeth Shue's character and kind of assumes his kind of like no one can fuck with me attitude, but it kind of just starts driving him more and more fucking insane right um, right exactly and and again guys in season one we have elizabeth shoe is is in there uh she plays kind of like this main director like this person that's in charge of the seven in charge of vaught we're led to believe she's like the top gal and she controls them yeah she pretty much controls them and she's got this hold over homelander almost like a weird mommy complex slash I don't know what love sex relationship <laughs> with it's him. weird. No, it's fucking it's very weird. It's, it's weird. meant to be that way. Yes. It's meant to be weird. If you thought yeah. if you thought Jamie Lannister and Cersei Lannister was weird, this is equally that weird. It's like what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> but anywho, so all that's going on. That's pretty much how season one ends. Where you're like, what? Butcher's wife is alive. We thought this whole time, which was a big twist. Yeah, that was a huge twist. Uh, that does not happen in the comics. Right. She right. dies right away when the baby bursts out of her fucking womb. Yeah. You know, and this one, it was like, whoa, what a curveball this was. I actually liked it, too. Yeah. I actually liked how they kept her alive. It's good storytelling. The kid. It's good storytelling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was like, whoa. <laughs> in the in the book, uh, what, excuse me, in the show, they don't really even address like that, like her carrying the baby. Was, no, it, was it weird? Or no. It's almost like maybe the powers haven't manifested. No, and they didn't. No. She was like a normal. No. Yeah. And, and and the kid went so like by the end of season one, you have Homelander take Billy there. He sees this like perfect suburban neighborhood house, and his wife walks out, and there's a kid there, Whoa. and he's like, "This is my kid," and it, you know that it's the kid that was birthed through the rape, and you're just like, I mean, you're left with Billy being like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. And during the summer, when the in the break between. They released like a 10 minute movie. Amazon released this 10 minute, not 10 minute. Yeah, that's right. Ten, that's ten right. Minutes. No, no, it was ten about minutes. Butcher. About Butcher. Yeah. Like what happens right after? Right after. Right after Homelander's note, he mm -hmm. wakes up in a parking lot. He's trying to remember the things he mm -hmm. saw because this guy's like, we find out later that that uh, Billy Butcher was British sass, you know, which is mm -hmm. their, you know, like CIA, CIA. slash yeah. fucking Delta slash fucking, you know, they're military badasses. So he's like making recollecting mm -hmm. all this stuff, whatever people are recognizing because it's Homelander that actually killed Elizabeth Shue, but then Billy blew up the building to get away. It didn't really work, and, and then he's getting accused of killing her. Mm -hmm. So pretty much, she's this public figure. You know, imagine it's like the Jeff Bezos of fucking Amazon. You know him. You know he's the the, the boss. She's fucking getting accused. He's Billy's getting accused of killing her. So it's like he's a wanted felon criminal. With now. the rest of the boys. Right. All of them. All their names are out. They're essentially on the run, living in hiding. And and that's like the the you hit the ground running or whatever. Yeah. Um, so uh in season two, you kind of get deeper into all the boys. Uh you learn more about Mother Smoke. Mm -hmm. Uh you learn uh him and Huey really start connecting. 
the the relationship I really enjoyed that started developing was between the Frenchman and female. Yes. Frenchie and female. Yes. I love that because it's such a big part in the comics. Uh, you know, where she he's the only one that can like really touch her, that can understand her. Right. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because she doesn't speak. She's I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed how they showed her taking contracts to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember for killing, yes. like she still does that, which she does in the comics. Right. Uh, she right. does take contracts to kill, and man, she kills brutally. Oh my god! Uh, yes. The face. That, yes, I was just she, thinking. He of rips. That. She rips the face off that, the skin off the face of that dude, that Russian mafia guy. Yep. Oh my she, goodness! She goes so on to hit the female Kimiko. They call her Kimiko. That's Kimiko. Her, like, yeah. Like, and guys, literally, if you want to see someone's get their fucking it, it's face like if you off. were to rape a uh, rip a paper, okay? This is what she does. She grabs like the guy's like skin from the ear and just rips the skin off. I was even it's, thinking double A like 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 an orange, the way you peel an orange. Imagine, that's a better imagine one. if you yes. dug your yes. nails that's into a an orange one. and then just rip yeah. the skin part yeah. off. She does that to a fucking guy's face in the show. I mean, guys, there is so much. I know, I know it sounds like we're in this like chaotic explanation of all this shit. And believe me, there's no other way to present this yeah, material. Yeah. You have to watch season one. But you don't have to read the comic. Yeah. But just watch season no, one. No, but it's it's great though. They really they really get into like the stuff. Like Mother Smoke is really uh how would you say it, Sam? Like he loves to like sanit- clean his hands. Yeah. Uh, he likes everything to be perfect in order. I I feel like he's a guy that's occupying his time because he's thinking about his family and his wife and his kids, but he's doing anything. Like I love what he tells, I think he tells Huey, he's he's working on a dollhouse, guys. Yeah. He's painting it, putting the yeah. little chairs, making yeah. everything nice. And he literally tells him, if you do something that stops me from finishing that Victorian house, I'm gonna fuck you up. Like he's like like all you're like this big buff black guy, like mad about like his Victorian dollhouse. Yeah, yeah. Uh guys, literally there is so much more. And I know it sounds like a crazy madhouse, but that is the essence of the boys, the chaos of it. We're gonna get right back into it, guys, after two skips. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did we lose you? Are you still with us? I know it probably felt like 30 minutes of madness, guys, but we promise you there's a method to our madness. Yeah. We'll say this. First yeah. off, we're talking about The Boys Season 2 on Amazon Prime. I know. Why didn't y'all do an episode about The Boys Season 1? Why didn't y'all do an episode about The Boys the Comic Book? Well, guys, we want you to enjoy those things. Yeah. Go, you don't need to read The Boys the Comic Book to, uh, don't. to appreciate really don't. the show. No. And guys, Season 1... It's a gem. It's a treat. Go watch it. Um, and then, you know, but maybe you're like, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I want to watch that show. Okay. This is now why you're listening to just the Friday night podcast show about the boys season two. 
because we want you to hear our excitement yeah. and then say, damn, I got to watch. I want to see that crazy shit, but I want it to make sense. So you watch season one. Then you'll be like, oh, what they said about season two makes all the sense. And it's crazy as fuck. Double A, adrenalize me. What is going on? Yeah, so we're talking about like a little bit of the characters, how they, yes. how they kind of developed it more in this season. Mm-hmm. Huey, he's starting to get more backbone. He, he's starting to influence some of the other members with his attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, he still wants to do the right thing. Yeah. He, he wants to show that, you know, it can be better. It can be better. Yeah. And Mother Smoke start, kind of starts kind of feeling him you know more and more you know uh so you can you you get huey you start understanding huey's kind of point of side like the human side kind of the outsiders kind of he's always like the moral compass he is because the other guys have done they've had blood on their hands oh big time you know so he's clean and and, well he is he's had blood on his hands too he does he does but but not as bad as like the other ones right Frenchie, we start learning more about Frenchie. Mm-hmm. We start kind of learning about his past. Yeah. You know, yeah. here and there. Did Demon. you did you kind of get I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no, go ahead. Did you kind of get that uh excuse me? A little bit like a not that this matters, but just like an ambiguous sexuality, kind of like it almost seemed like him and his best friend and Cherie were in kind oh, of like a or like that. three-way relationship. Yeah. I felt like that. I felt like it was uh, like, you know. I, no, actually, I didn't no? get it. Okay, no. okay, no. that's kind of what I picked up. Like it was no. almost like a like a three way love, which was interesting. But you know, I mean, it, it seems like that's something that would be very French. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, no, I, I didn't feel that way. Okay, just uh, curious, just curious if you picked. You thought but that, you know but, what? I, I love the character. Anyways. Oh no! Oh yeah! No 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 no! Yeah, no, that matters yeah, at all yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, uh, female, you kind of. You yeah. know the brother. Yeah. That's the a brother. big, huge part of that. Yeah. You know how she signs. She tries to communicate their, their own version of sign language. Yeah. Um, she has with her brother, who yeah. they find out. Well, who comes to America is is imported as pretty much a super superhero Sup- terrorist. terrorist. Yeah, they call him yes. terrorist. Yes. Um, but really, he's just trying to. You know, he, he wants to extract a little bit of revenge on the soups too, because. Their parents were killed by superheroes. Yeah. He he doesn't really ever say it was Homelander, right? No. But do we? He says he streaked out of the sky and you know he came down. Yeah. So I almost feel like it was uh, possibly Homelander that killed their family too. Um, and then um, yeah, you know, so they're dealing with that. Yeah. At one so point. like I say, you, you start developing more Homelander. You start seeing him going more and more nuts mm-hmm. you start seeing why Maeve has this old kind of like attitude of why she doesn't give a fuck give a about fuck. anything yeah. deep it's just he just wants the limelight he just loves it yeah and he's trying to go through all the channels just to get back and you yeah. know he joins this church collective <laughs> a train is really kind of fucked up because of all the shit he's been pumping in himself right where he's not even that fast anymore i mean he's so fast he's faster but he can't maintain he can't maintain his heart it's fucking hard yeah and he has a huge arc guys in season one that is very plays into how he is in this season and him and starlight this season just really goes deep into just how bad the fucking soups are yeah yeah really bad uh, 
<laughs> I mean, guys, you've got, you know, Carl Urban as Billy Butcher, um, beautiful actress, Erin Moriarty plays Starlight. Uh, they call her Annie. That's her real name. Uh, but Starlight, uh, she's just gorgeous and she's great. And she's so strong as Starlight. And she really grows and comes into her strength. You might view her as weak in the beginning. But, yeah. But, um, but it's just know, her being naive at first, but then she, she starts coming yeah. across. She's pretty uh, much really like a strong. part of like some, some church, churchy mm -hmm. type yeah. uh, superhero yeah. groups. Um, the actor Jack uh, Quaid plays uh, Huey, Huey Campbell. Uh, we Huey. Uh, and what from, from what I can see on Instagram, double A, uh, Anthony Starr and Jack Quaid are really like oh, buddy nice. buddy. They're almost nice. like how um, um, Norman Reedus and uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan are, where it's oh, like the okay. bad guy and the good guy are like in yeah. real life just the best of friends. Yeah. Like, you can I've seen Anthony Starr post where he's like Jack Quaid is mine, y'all. You can't have him. You know what I mean? So I think they just get along great. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you've got. Uh, well, I just want to mention this, guys. So I believe that Garth Ennis really wanted We Huey Huey to be played by the actor Simon Pegg, who we all know from mm, Shot uh, of the Dead, Shot of the Dead, Star Trek Two, Star Trek Scott. Also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Um, of course, the numerous others, guys. Um, yeah. But. Um, and so he's even drawn that way. He's drawn that way in the book. Yeah. So you think that, okay, obviously they want Simon Pegg. Well, I guess maybe it was a little too old. So yeah. it would have been too yeah. old to play him in The Boys mm -hmm. when they came out. But they do a great tribute because Simon Pegg, the actor, plays Wee Huey's dad yeah. in season one. So that's yeah. excuse me, that's really cool um, about that. But also, too, we have, um, guys, there's like, like, number one, there's a shit ton of cool cameos in this season. Seth Rogen, who's an executive producer, him and uh, Seth Rogen and, and uh, Evan Goldberg must just be big Garth Ennis fans because they did Preacher and now they're doing this. Yeah. But the big guy in this one is obviously Eric Kripke yes. from Supernatural fame. Yes. And he really does, what is it, Double A, that we say that Preacher was missing? He captures the spirit. Yes. It doesn't exactly follow yes. the comic. And that's why we say you don't have to really read the comic. You don't. You uh, don't. But it captures the essence of what the boys is, and I think mm -hmm. that's why that one's getting. This show is getting more traction than Preacher. Oh, is. huge! Uh, it's just well, plus two. It's Preacher also needed to be on. And I mean, it did, it did. Netflix but, but or somewhere it's else. It's just Preacher t for me was way off. Oh yeah, it's way way off. It's way off the rails. Um, yeah. The boys captures what it is. The superheroes yes. are assholes. Mm -hmm. The boys are trying to keep those those assholes in line. Mm -hmm. uh, the government really, really well, not even the government. It's like a multi billion like a corporate, dollar corporation, corporation yeah. which makes sense because corporations fund politicians yep. to boost their yep. agendas. There's I mean, that's not of, really too far off yeah, from what real politics. There's a lot politics. of messages like that. Okay, in the guys. NRA does it with these politicians. Sure does. How about how about big power? How about exactly. Big power companies? Exactly, Come on. guys. It, it's it's a very great satire. It's a very it is perfect on politics yeah. on superheroes yeah. the way they're presented by yes. Marvel and DC. Sure. You know, the, or not even that. Not even that. How about the pedestal we put them on on our own? We do. We well, do on our own. Superman. And, and you know, and what yeah. Garth is trying to do is, you know, in a sense, knock that down and say, hey. And I think this is why this guy loves military so much other because he's saying these should be these your are the heroes. These should be who yes. you look up to, not mm -hmm. these people not these in case. fake soldiers. Yeah, 
Guys, the hat we were wearing in our pre-show, the hat that I got when I went to the premiere of the season one at, at Alamo Draft House, season one, episode one, it literally says, it's blocked out, the U and the C, but it says, fuck soups. Fuck soups. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, just going down the line, guys, Laz Alonzo, who plays Mother's Milk, a.k.a. Marvin, um, Chance Crawford plays the Deep, uh, Kevin. Um, you've got uh, uh, Tomer Capone, who plays Frenchie. Uh, who we know his name is Serge. She calls him Serge later mm-hmm. on. Um, uh, Karen Fukuhara plays Kimiko, the female. Uh, I just ran down a few guys. That's a few. I'm going to get back to some of the other people here. One of the big ones, your guy, the man, Giancarlo Esposito, yes. makes a yes. little bit of an appearance at the end of season one mm-hmm. and then bigger role, much bigger role yes. in season two. Yes. As um, Stan Edgar pretty much the man at mm-hmm. Vaught, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, yeah. Who in the comic is not, is a just a kind of a plain, but yeah, he is. white guy, yeah. like a, just yeah. a generic, mm-hmm. almost like a generic, you know. Politician. Yeah, yeah. businessman or whatever. Yeah. And not scared of Homelander at all. No. Just, just no. Less like, whatever, no. kill me, I don't care, no. whatever. Yeah. Do your worst. Yeah. Like, I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. And I think this... TV version is a better iteration. Right? It is. Giancarlo. It really is. Oh my God. I just start to love Sweet. the man more and Sweet. more and yeah. more. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you know, Sam, like you said, though, this show just does a really good job of parodying everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I told mm-hmm. uh, Hoti Bear, you know, it's, it's soups that are just egotistical. They only care about, you know, tweets favorable tweets how many likes do you get yeah you know like so many people on social media that really crave those hearts that really crave those likes that oh, yeah. really kick crave those retweets yeah you know that's what they are they have hollywood agents they have movie studios making fucking movies of them mm-hmm. anything that would uh, you know approve their ratings well, get more money to just for people just to love them, yeah. you know, I mean, it's like, golly. And it's, and it's a, it's a dissertation on that, right? Double A, yeah. because, because think about it, right? What, what is likes and hearts and all that? What, what is, yeah. well, it's like, well, it's, it's your celebrity um, ranking or quality uh-huh. going up. And guess what? When that goes up, it's almost like you have, you, you gain more accessibility to things. Yeah. So it's like your power, it's almost like your power rating goes yeah. up. If if I'm up here and I've got you know a a million followers, well I'm I'm better than someone yeah. with five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to get to where I'm yeah. at, right? Yeah. So I mean this this comes this this comes into play when Homelander's popularity in a sense it's right because because of what happened. So mm-hmm. these guys are not very good at what they do. <laughs> uh, he swoops in and like you know I guess there's like some soup terrorist. Mm-hmm. quote unquote that's terrorizing this village homelander just comes in shoots him you know with his eye beams yeah and flies off you know yeah. nothing not even noticing that he just killed a an innocent bystander yeah. and they got all you know caught on film on film you know so his popularity slips a whole lot oh yeah you know and it, it really him. affects him yeah you know it, these guys with their powers, you think they'd be doing something good. They they abuse it. You know, yeah, they don't a, even care. They don't have the training. Yeah. 
you know, it, it's to almost do like it's like the, the, the cat's been out of the bag so long that no one can can wrangle it in anymore. You know what I mean? It, it, I also like how this the, the story of the boys and everything, double A, it has also notes of the world that Kingdom Come yes. becomes. Yes. You know what I mean? Where it's like the soups are like just destroying yeah. everything. Guys, if you like excuse me, if you like, you know, uh if you like the Kingdom Come story, uh you'll love the boys if you like watchmen you'll love the boys because it's it's almost again a more of a satirical approach to it there's a lot of comedy in it too and yeah. there's no way for us to get into all the nuances we'd be talking for four hours because that's again we're yeah. we're just here to kind of put you on the path to lead to you watch to, to yeah. watching it yeah um but yeah i mean these 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 actors doing a fantastic job. It's very well acted. And again, very well written. I can't stress Anthony Starr enough. Yeah. The yeah. one who plays the Homelander, the guy just, like you said, he chews up the <laughs> scenes around him. He does a great yeah. job of intimidation. Who does that, Double? Who comes on screen and you get tense in your seat, like, oh fuck, there he is. Like, yeah, oh, because fuck, you're just like, holy what's he gonna fuck. do? What's he gonna do? Yeah. I saw him at one episode in explode a guy's fucking eardrums. Yeah, yeah. and and yeah. he's just um, he's unhinged. He's See, unhinged. How about that scene where it's like him and Stormfront? You know, they're they're. Well, first off, he, he hates Stormfront at the beginning because yes. she's getting all the attention. Right. Which we see she has the problems with minorities. Oh, yeah. You know, but while she, she's chasing after yeah. the boys. Yeah. And she, she tells him, too, though. She says, you got to change with the times, yeah. old timer. She goes, uh, I just rolled with the trends. She goes, I, I do more with five guys making memes than you do yeah. with all of your big speeches and all that. You yeah. know what I mean? So she's kind of working the social media vibe yeah she knows how to do it mm -hmm. well oh yeah uh and it comes into conflict with the homelander because homelander is always supposed to be number one mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. you know it's like dc it's superman it's not batman right superman's the one that's waving their flag <laughs> you know yeah so you get that and it's just the dude is just fucking psycho uh how about that scene when uh they're folding a bank robbery oh uh-huh and he has that guy in the alley. Oh my with god! Storm, with Stormfront. And oh my god! She's pretty much like he has his face in his hand. Yeah. Against the brick wall, and she's like giving him a hand job. Yeah. And he's like fucking pushing and pushing it harder until he goes off, and he just explodes the guy's head. He doesn't even give a fuck that he just killed someone. Just like a simple bank robber. Guys, this is one of many brutal of some of the most brutal kills you'll ever and then, see and then what TV. happens right afterwards yeah they oh, fucking yeah. they take off Streaming. their pants they start fucking oh yeah and they start licking like the blood off their hands they yeah his head yeah on his fucking hands Dude. he's licking his hand he's licking they're kissing they're boning in the alley after they just killed a bank robber the homelander just Smash his fucking head. Exactly. And they're fucking afterwards. Like, like nothing. Guys, imagine the way that you would like grab, like, I don't even know if anyone could crush something like this in their bare hand. Like, it would have to be like paper mache or something yeah. like that. But that's pretty much because guys, obviously, their relationship changes. You know what I mean? Eventually, you know, their, their relationship does change and they get on the same page. And then you're really fucking scared because they're both really fucking nuts you yeah. know what i mean yeah um and she they spread so much hate oh yeah uh so much fear about yep. these soup terrorists yep 
you know, and it, it kind of comes into play of what happens at the end, and why she's doing all oh, yeah. this. But yeah, definitely. You know, and then you know, she she's like, you know, I found you, you know, Homelander, white guy, blonde hair, blue eyes, and it comes even more into play again as you start revealing who mm -hmm. she really is. And how about some of the little things she drops throughout the uh, the throughout the season, Double uh, A? That just it, again. She's doing a great job, the actress. She's really, really great at, yeah, at and the role is strong. Yeah. And um, she just, you know, well, it's kind of surprising for one of your kind or you people. And it just <laughs> they were out, you're kind of like, ooh, like you you know what that sounds well, like. And it you, sounds you kind you're of like, what the fuck? But like? you get the feeling in episode three. Mm -hmm. Okay, you get that feeling right away. She's supposed to be chasing after the boys, but she's randomly just killing these minorities in the apartment building. Yeah, that's when you she's know? after. Uh, she's after the female's yeah. brother, yeah, and she's taking the advantage of like, oh well, I'm just gonna blame all this on the terrorists. Exactly, and she's making. She is getting a lot of kills yes. in that fucking building, throwing yes. people out the building, yeah. frying them with her like yeah. electricity powers. You're like, what in the fuck? Yeah, like, and then her conversation with A Train. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know it's very awkward yeah, or a train is kind of like what the fuck's going on you exactly know? guys earlier i mentioned him being an african-american for a specific reason is because when he encounters stormfront she's very demeaning and very, condescending very to him, demeaning you him. know and so that's very like okay what the fuck with this you know what i mean yeah and then you find out that she used to be this hero called liberty uh-huh uh yeah like to kill a lot of black people yeah yeah, she pretty much. Uh, we end up meeting a, a woman who whose brother was murdered by Liberty. Got paid off by Vought because remember again, guys, Vought is who owns the soups, and you're just like, yeah, and she what tells, the fuck, you know? She tells a story to Starlight, to Mother's Milk, and to Huey, saying that no, Liberty's not dead. She's right here. And she points at a stormfront. Stormfront, exactly. Stormfront used to be this fucking Nazi. <laughs> yeah, Aya Cash is her name, the name yeah. of the actress, and she is just great. And guys, that's a that's a testament to the people that are bad in here that you despise. They're so good at their acting job that you do despise yeah. them. And the characters are written so so very well. Uh, also, um, you know, but yeah, so there's a so, whole big. So yeah, you find out that she was like this Nazi, real Nazi. Uh, that was married to Vought, the actual guy who created the compound V. Yeah, and she was the first ever person to be injected with, with compound v. v, and uh, somehow it's made her almost immortal. Uh, that she doesn't age, yeah, at all. But she was a Nazi party member. She was a member with the high. She was the wife of the high ranking scientist. Of the Nazi party, you know, the yeah. one who created Countdown V. They've got pictures with her and um, Goebbels, Gory. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like the, all the, the high command um, of the Nazis. I mean, yeah. So, guys, I mean, that's that's just one aspect of what's all that's so, going on. And here. Homelander, you can see why she probably fell in love with the Homelander because he's fucking white, he's strong, he's blonde hair, well, yeah, I mean, blue she, eyes. She tells him, too, she says, you know, Frederick Vaught, you were everything that he was hoping would yeah. come out of his creation. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he, you're yeah. what he wanted. You're the one to lead us. Yeah. And then later on, once they start getting along, she sees this baby and she kind of has this moment like, oh, and, like, and he's like, oh, are you thinking about your baby? Yeah, Adele. And, and, and I thought, I thought, um, 
double A, I don't know what you thought, but I thought he was going to say, like, well, we can make a baby. Like, I thought so, too, actually. You know, and, yeah. it, and it didn't go that route. Instead. Well, you really don't even get that far. <laughs> right, right. You know. Yeah, because he, he's like, well, let me show you something. And he goes to show her that he already has a son. Mm-hmm. And that his son has powers. And but this is she Ryan. seemed to even like it even more because it was a little white kid. You know? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. She like, says he whoa. looks just like you. Yeah. He has blue eyes just yeah. like you. She's very into that. Another you know? Homelander? Are you right. kidding me? Right. That's yeah. Awesome. She looks very. And and meanwhile, you've got Butcher's wife there, you know, uh, Becca. Super scared. And she's like, what in the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Another and, cycle. And, and yeah. She's like, <laughs> now you're bringing this woman in and you're introducing him as your girlfriend. And and the whole time, Becca was supposed to be hidden with Ryan yeah. by Vought and not be able to be accessed by Homelander. Nothing. And when he shows up, she's like, you're never supposed to come here. You're not supposed to. I'm just doing my thing. I'm raising him. He's about we we said we would think ten, right? Double A, ten mm-hmm. ish. I just think that's a good a good even number of what we think he is. But um, yeah, she's just supposed to be doing that thing. And here you have Homelander popping up, eating breakfast with them, antagonizing them. And this is during kind of like what we see Homelander do a lot is that when he's got he's in a mood, he goes and makes someone else miserable to deal with his mood. Yeah. Um, and they even tell her she even runs at one point, Becca, and she runs to like the security place where she knows because they're in this like pretty much like the village, the movie The Village, like its own pretty compound. Much. Yeah. And she's like, I want to talk to so and so. Yeah. He's here. He's supposed to be here. And they said, There's nothing we can do, ma'am. You just need to hope that he'll get bored and move on. <laughs> yeah. And he tells her, I'm not going to get bored. <laughs> and, and again, guys, he's so terrifying. He is. He's so. Oh my goodness. Terrifying. It's weird because he. He's a good-looking dude, mm-hmm. like super good-looking dude. And the costume is cool, right? He it, looks cool. He looks great. He looks he cool. Looks fucking very heroic, but man, he does a great job of really looking fucking scary. Yeah, and they've shown him enough. <laughs> it's written well enough. He's written well to show him unhinged that you bad. see what he can do. Real bad. I mean, guys, there's a really key moment in season one on the plane, all right, right? Yes. Where, where you're that like, what in yeah. the fuck like oh my god like so after that every time he's on screen you get fucking tense tense. it's like when you see hannibal lecter it's like you're like you're like oh god oh god oh god and i love that isn't that the power of what it does yeah when you see the homelander you're You're scared holy fuck fuck. how about that moment in the hallway uh double a him and starlight when they're just talking and he he snaps like out of nowhere and he's like Stop fucking lying. Yeah. Like, holy shit. That's like, what I'm saying. It's like, damn. She says it best. She's talking to Huey, right? When they get she gets her little moment away and she goes, living in the in 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 the the tower. It's called the seven tower, guys, right? The right the seven yeah, tower. The tower. The, yeah. the tower. It's, yeah. it's for the seven. It's got a big seven on it, like yeah. a vendor's tower. Mm-hmm. And she goes, living there with Homelander around is like having a loaded gun in your face all the time. It is. It's and bad. I'm like, she goes, you just don't know what he's going to do next. And these people have powers, guys. Queen Maeve is like the Wonder Woman. She's terrified of him because bad. he doesn't, he doesn't, he's not going to fuck you up. No, he's going to be like, oh, you love this woman? Mm-hmm. You love this human being? You love this thing? Oh, I'll just go rip him and fucking too. Yeah. And then and I'll watch you be miserable. Because right away, Maeve knows when you know Maeve has been having this secret 
relationship. She's lesbian. a lesbian. Yeah. And and when Homelander finds out, she just gets Because Homelander and Maeve are supposed to be together. Right. Okay. Like a thing. And, yeah. And Homelander just can't accept that she's lesbian. Uh, even though he does some weird shit himself. Oh, very <laughs> with, weird. Uh, uh, Doppelganger? With a soup called... Uh, I don't even know if you call him a soup. It's uh, a guy with the power... Uh, they he's called doppelganger mm-hmm. that can change shape. Yeah, guys, and this is a very interesting. It's weird. Scene. He has him like in a cabin somewhere, uh-huh. and he makes him change into Elizabeth Shue's character from season one, from who season he had like, a little bit of a relationship of some kind with that we can't really explain. But yeah, well, pretty much the way doppelganger is is like what he wished he could, she could have been, right? You know, very hey, nurturing. Baby, there you are. Yeah. You're the greatest Just superhero. Blowing the air up his ass. Yeah. You know, and there's a scene where he changes. He's like a fat, like uh, bald guy. Bald guy. Rose. Maybe in his forties. I don't even know. Maybe older, fifties. Uh, and and Homelander's laying in Elizabeth's shoes lap, and then you just see him start her start groaning and then he's like oh and it becomes a man and then you see this fat balding guy and homelander just sits straight up and he's like change the fuck back yeah change fucking back right now he's like i can't it hurts and too double much ganger like, goes, it hurts when you know the longer i'm in the you know in what in a different body yeah. it hurts. And he's like i don't care change the fuck back yeah and you know he's like and that's another thing right when anthony star as homelander Starts to bark commands. Oh my like, goodness! Fuck, it, it's terrifying. Do it right yeah. now. And when they, they make his eyes glow red, like yeah. he's like, I am about to fuck fucking you kill up. You. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, guys, I'm telling you, if people are always like, oh, I want a bad Superman. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because <laughs> it is fucking scary. Yeah, I've seen some of that injustice footage from the game and all that. They write, they write that. That I think that seems pretty cool. That's good. It's all whatever. But, but. Anthony Starr as Homelander is a real deal version of when good goes bad or what is supposed to be good goes bad or what was always bad masks as good. I mean, it is fucking nuts. I mean, we can't say enough about that. About yeah. him. No, he, he's great. He's, uh, I love <laughs> shit. Definitely. This year they had two costumes from the boys at Spirit. they, they had they Anthony uh, Starr Homelander, you know, uh, and then they had the deep. <laughs> yeah, before the fucking COVID happened, Solar Fanfest actually was gonna have him here. Yeah, they were, gonna and I was gonna go. Oh, me too. Get his autograph. Definitely. Uh, what would you got signed? Uh, just something, whatever he had there. Okay. I would. It would have been a whole lighter pick. Something. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sure they got some great ones. Or just maybe, maybe even out. a boys comic. I don't know. That'd something, have been cool too. That'd be something, cool. but um, yeah, I mean, guys, it, it, watch the boys. If just for him, uh, just for Anthony Starr. Yeah, TC. Uh, Stormfront was very weird. Uh, in the comic books, it's a dude. It's yeah. a straight up Nazi dude. But here, it's a female. They changed that. Uh, again, she's kind of hiding her her status of being a Nazi. She's spreading hate throughout America. Yes. Uh, about yes. these immigrant kind of soup terrorists. She, well, number one, she's helping to create fears. And then she's... Yeah. she's Furthering that those fears are real. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she's spreading these rallies that mm-hmm. they have. 
Uh, you know, like it's like me and Sam said, she's a fucking cold blooded murderer. Oh yeah, who's just really interested in the white race powers. Very manipulative. Very, very manipulative. How about the whole uh, side story uh, double A of the the guy that's just a fan follows online. Yeah, yeah. He just how slowly, many stories that we kind of heard about yeah, that? He slowly he, descends. Yeah. And so when he sees a foreigner, he's like, "Are you a, are you a, are you a soup?" Basically, what happens is a car backs. It's a guy that he goes sees every morning to get. Like snacks something. or whatever, yeah, at a convenience store, and he's he's a uh, looks like he's Arabic maybe, yeah. And you know, I think they kind of do that on purpose. Yeah, they do that on purpose. But pretty much, yeah. a car backs out, and the lights, the headlights of the car hit his eyes, and right at that moment, the guy's pain looks at him, and then later on, you know, a couple more visits later, he's like, "You're one of them, aren't you?" Because he keeps terrorist. Yeah, he keeps hearing these podcasts. He keeps hearing these. He keeps hearing storefront. He's a huge storefront fan. Yeah, he he's got her bobblehead. He's got. He worships her. He he listens to everything she says. All the hate that she spews. Right. Uh. So yeah, he guns down this fucking poor clerk. Man. Cold blood just shoots him right in the face. Yeah. The guy begs for his life to have a family, and yeah, I mean that's you know. I mean that's just like one of the really serious beats of the of the show. Yeah. And again, guys, there's so much we're not touching on because we just won't have enough time. But it shows, uh, you know, when people idolize these kind of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, phantom kind of like idols, yes, yeah. golden idols that you're just like it gets to people. People listen and they will do crazy things to uh, support these idols of theirs, <laughs> you know. So. Exactly. It, it's almost like a message, uh, double A, of like who you choose to put on a pedestal. Yes. Who you yeah. choose to put in a position of power, whether it be a celebrity or a politician yeah. or anyone. And the dangers of, quote, unquote, worshiping in someone like that. You know what I mean? And why maybe you shouldn't do it. So yeah, I mean, there's just definitely that kind of cautionary tale about mm-hmm. about who you choose to kind of, in a sense, worship, place on a pedestal. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, hell, even there, the the you know the collective is kind of a a, a play. Yeah. The church is kind of a play, uh, maybe on the on the Church of Scientology. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And yeah, again, yeah. we don't yeah. know. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know if any of our listeners are a member of that. We don't. We're not saying anything about it, but no, this is no. kind of the sense you get of the show takes yes. towards it the yes. same way that it takes, you know, and we kind of talked about this uh, off air, right? Double A, like, you know, what does it kind of tell us that Garth Ennis thinks as a writer about superheroes when he did the Punisher in the Marvel Knights series before it went to Max, mm-hmm. he did the whole Confederacy of Dunces, yeah. right? Pretty much making Wolverine, Spider-Man and Daredevil look like jackasses mm-hmm. against the Punisher. And it was well written because there might be a guy that you think, oh, Punisher would be nothing against any one of them because they have powers. And it's almost like he's saying, like, powers ain't all of that. Yeah. And he touches on that theme again in Preacher when Jesse and Cass have their showdown. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, another book where he just calls it Preacher. There's <laughs> not a lot of like yeah. whatever. I mean, it's just that's it. You know what I mean? It's it, well, the main guy's a preacher. What are you going to call it? I don't know. Preacher. Okay. You know, this show. Okay, well, what's the superhero team called of the good guys? The guys that are stopping it. What are they called? Are they called the Watchmen? Are they called... No, they're just the boys. The boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. He admires guys like Frank Castle, the mm-hmm. Punisher, a U.S. Marine. He admires guys like Nick Fury, a mm-hmm. soldier. Um, you know, he writes stories about war, calls the series War Story. Um, <laughs> you know, 
his story about a superhero hooker is called the pro. You know <laughs> what I mean? And, and of course, you know, he wrote, uh, you know, Hitman. Tommy Monaghan is a hitman. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. Uh, you know, John uh, Constantine, Hellblazer. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I just think that, you know, maybe Ennis kind of views American ideology of certain types of people. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, see, I'm looking what we do with the athletes. Yeah. Uh, and celebrities. You know, uh, we, we did an episode of Michael Jordan, you know, the last dance where they, they kind of, you know, do an episode that's pretty heavily talked about it with uh, him being a role model, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, they talk about, you know, what he does. Obviously, you know, he's not always, he can't always be this great guy. No. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's of he's presented. Human. So, you know, they talk about his gambling stuff and right. him not supporting this politician. And, right. You know, it's kind of like, well, damn, maybe Garth Ennis saw sees this with the athletes, and yeah, okay, on the outside they they may look heroic, innocent, you know, everything, but then behind the scenes, you know, it, you know, you, you you saw with the speaking out movement, mm -hmm. you saw the kind of the people that were like pieces of shit, really, that right. presented like as these like godfathers of Hollywood and. Then you realize, no, they're not. They're they abuse their power just like the soups do. Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I would say that in the boys, the soups are very much like our celebrities, our yeah. athletes. You know, A Train, they make them like that. Like, oh, I got shoe deals. I yeah. got. He's like an athlete. You know, you've got, you know, Homelander. He's like the the biggest. You know almost like a celebrity slash athlete. You know what I mean? Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like what the way we like every time the Olympics comes around, you know, yeah. and you have, you know, our American guys, Michael Phelps. Yeah. You know, right. uh, yeah. Come yeah. on now, you know, and then too, it's kind of funny, right? Because it's almost like a play on it as well, because it's like how fast is, you know, and I won't even say American culture or Americans. I just, just, people in general yeah how fast are they to turn on when you fall from real grace bad. it's real, like oh real you bad. messed up oh yeah. now now you're gonna, yeah. we're gonna eat you alive you know what i yeah. mean like that's kind of what happens to the deep right yes it you does know? and and what and what are they doing the deep is doing everything it can to try to get back in uh -huh. the seven I need, I need to get back in i need to get back to that top level you but know? they show where he doesn't really mean what he's doing though no he just wants to get back to the seven yes. and make that money again yes. be that fame again. Yeah, again he doesn't give a shit about the church or anything i like almost that. feel as though like that too like they're not even really the money isn't even a factor they're more concerned no, with no, the i'm fame. sorry the fame, even, the fame is yeah. like a drug yeah i shouldn't know? even say money because it's not like these guys even need it they, they don't need their yeah. money what they're doing is yeah. just for fame uh who draws more merchandise right. who does this right. who, who makes them more money for the company it's so funny it almost reminds me of like you know i, I i'm a big fan of jay-z you know uh -huh. and, and uh he has i think maybe more than definitely more than one song which pretty much where he talks about that he talks about as fame as a drug like like there's nothing there's no drug that compares to when i go out to the roar of that crowd yeah you know what i mean and it's kind of funny right because we're both huge wrestling fans yes. isn't it like wrestling too it's like you you might be like oh i love i love whoever the top guy is but i'm still trying to be the top guy yeah. i might me and you might be in a tag team but we still think about well, one of us should go yes. solo and win yes. the IC belt, and then the world belt, and and be that top guy, be that main draw, that merchandise guy. Yeah. Because you know, 
we've heard big guys in the business and, and the rest of us say, if you're not trying to be the main event, you're in the wrong business. Look, you should always be trying to be the best. And not only that, but you know, Garth is such a such a good job. And and to kind of further your point, mm-hmm. let's go back to wrestling a little bit. You know, Hulk Hogan, you, you heard stories about Terry Bollea. You've heard stories about Terry Bollea. That's mm-hmm. his real name. Mm-hmm. Trying to further enhance Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hear about him holding back other wrestlers to keep that main event spot. Yeah. Uh Doing this, doing that to make sure his his merchandise is selling. You know, I mean, it's all there. We just don't see it. You know, we <laughs> see Hulk Hogan. Sure. We worship him. Sure. How many times have wrestling fans put him on a pedestal? Sure. And then look what happened when the real truth came out about yeah. him. Yeah. You know, I have a friend, you know, named Ish. He's a black guy, mm-hmm. you know, and when he heard that videotape of Hogan saying, you know, he didn't want his daughter marrying, a, you know, an N-word. Right. You know, man, he was, he was like, wow, you yeah. know, like, what the fuck, well, man? I mean, you know, uh, you're Hulk Hogan, your yeah. prayers, taking your vitamins, sure. you know, all this stuff, and, and it turns out you're you're just a fucking racist, like the real dude behind, yeah, this all American character, you know, this all American good guy character right. behind him, what's underneath him is a racist dude, and you're yeah. just like, wow, yeah. and that's what kind of like Garthenis does with these characters. Behind Homelander, behind this all-American uh, mass, he, he's a fucking racist, egotistical narcissist. Does mm-hmm. not give a fuck about other people. Will kill people. Yeah. And Garthen is just a really good job of bringing that to the forefront, to making people realize in a comic book form, <laughs> don't put your heroes on a pedestal right. because right. they're not heroes. They're all human. We're all human, all of us. Yeah. And we have these feelings yeah of hate of jealousy of trying to hold back someone down we're not trying to always yeah you know i no. want you to be number one man yeah. you know we're it, very selfish and so we're very selfish people yeah. and garth Ennis does a really good job and the boys does a really good job the way eric kripke really writes it yes. he does a great job of kind of putting that kind of trying to open our eyes in a, in a way like hey look guys michael jordan is not what do you think he is? Mm-hmm. He's not a role model. He's a gambler. He's a womanizer. Uh, you know, he does this and that. He cheats. You know, yeah. Hulk Hogan's not this all-American wrestler who's going to defend against evil. He's a regular human that has problems yeah. with race. Uh, you know, Bill Cosby's not this all-American dad. No. Behind him, he's a, you know, he roofies, <laughs> you know, women and yeah. takes advantage of them. In, in the speaking out moment, you know, Garth Ennis was kind of doing that before this whole speaking out movement. Sure. We just didn't realize it because he was doing it in a comic book form. But yeah. how many stories that we heard now from Hollywood, from wrestling, from everywhere that these guys that we're, we admired so much that we put on a pedestal. Bill Cosby was known as America's dad. Yeah. And, he you would know, criticize other comics about their racy about, content. Yes. And um, it turns out he's doing the one of the worst possible things he could do. I think really, too, maybe what Garth is trying to say, you know, um, Mr. Ennis, whatever, you know, got to meet him. And, and I don't always agree with everything he says, no, because no. I, I think that there I think that there is something to to try to strive. Now, now, while Terry Bollea, as he said, yes, double A had these races, I own a Hulkamania shirt. Yeah, of course. Because of course. to me. 
there's still an idea. Yes, there is. It's, there a, is. it's something to strive for. Now, yes, is it unattainable? Yes. See, what do we say? Garth Garth Ennis puts a lot of emphasis on these great characters mm-hmm. that are that are are, you know, well, let, let's look. He loves Frank Castle. He loves yes. the Punisher. Yes. He's a military soldier. He makes him a great leader mm-hmm. in the platoon. Mm-hmm. He makes him an, an awesome leader in Born of his squadron. You know what I mean? He's trying to do, but in the end, he's still a murderer and he's still yes. self-serving. Yes. And he's still, you know, but but again, and I get it. I think what he's trying to it kind of reminds me of, you know, we talked a little bit a few weeks ago about Tyler Durden. What does Tyler Durden say in the fight? You know, the you're not a beautiful and unique snowflake. You're we are unique. all equally worthless. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and, and in a way, yes. But, however, I feel as though that does not play to the best part of what humans can be. No, no, Because there's no. something you but can I think, strive to achieve. No, more. but what it is is I think Garth wants to, in a way, in his own way that I never realized until I started watching the show, is mm-hmm. that – we put too much emphasis on these athletes, on these oh, right. Hollywood yes. stars that we just – they're not perfect. We want them to be so perfect right. and they're not, you know. Well, that's and, what the whole story with the kind of overweight kid just at his computer yes, reading memes, yes. or, you know, uh, reading social Which, media. So many that's stories. The that's the thing. is what I think what Garth's trying to say, think for yourself. Uh, yes. See, it's yes. Too, too, yes. And that's a bad thing, Double A. Too many of us. We want someone to think for us. We want tell me, someone. Tell me how to be a good yes, person. Yes, just well, like that. Say your prayers and eat your vitamins. Okay. Well, then I'm good, right? And how many millions believe that? Believe yeah. that story? And like yeah. my friend Ish, yeah. a black man, you know that heard that right. audio. How he felt when he right. heard this man saying, "Oh, you know, I don't want my daughter marrying this, you right. know, n-word guy." Right. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. he was, well, we're we're living in an in an era too, double where. Excuse me. The curtain is pulled back. It is, and and, and every yeah. every day, every day, a, a hero is torn down. It what is. do we just see? Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're singing, they're lauding their praises yeah. about her on Aquaman not that long ago, and now we're like, get her out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and now they're kicking him out too. Yeah. And it's like, damn, man. I mean, you know what? Really, they had maybe what was a private moment in the human moment. No, so that part, moments, that part I, I think they should have kept it to themselves. But what I, I don't know. I just think the, the whole point of the boys, and like I said, I didn't realize that until the TV show, mm-hmm. was that I think Garth was just telling us, just as people, as fans, not to hold these people in such high regard. Sure, sure. Because you're going to be laid down pretty hard. Right. Oh, and yeah. You're going to turn against them just like he shows how we turn, you know, how they turn against Homelander. Yeah. You know, that you're going to turn against them. You're not going to like this person. All the merchandise you ever bought, you're just going to get rid of. It's almost like he's trying to tell us <clears throat> just enjoy what they are. But don't don't worship them. Don't be a yeah. don't make them an idol. I, I also think too that it's like you don't think of Huey Huey Campbell, you know, we Huey, probably the central character who the, the show yeah, started. It's supposed to be about. Yeah. It, you don't think of him with a you, you don't me and you don't say, oh, let's go get a Huey shirt. Yeah. I want to be Huey for Halloween. Yeah. You don't say that because you're you like, know. man, he's kind of a bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? But why? He wants to do the right thing. He, he do doesn't right want thing. to kill. Yeah. He doesn't even want to kill the, the bad suits. No. He's trying to preserve them. You know what I mean? He, he's trying to do the right thing, but we don't want to be him. Yeah. Well, Homelander looks fucking cool. Mm-hmm. He fucking got powers. He shoots yeah. eye beams. He's, he's very charismatic. Yeah. 
He looks good. His suit he looks, looks cool. awesome. I mean, yeah. I would much rather be Homelander for Halloween than Huey. And I think that's the problem. I think is that's it? what Garth Ennis is trying to show. And I think he's also trying to write his his protagonists, Double uh, A, as people that hey, you don't have to want to be Huey, nope. but you should be your own hero. Yes, be your own yes. in the mirror. Look in the mirror and say. You know what? Hey, Chuck. See, I'm Chuck. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a good person today. Yeah. I'm gonna do something nice yeah. for someone today. I'm gonna help someone today. Yeah. I'm gonna shake a hand, give a hug, whatever. Give you know money to a uh, maybe a poor person on the street yeah. or whatever. Or I don't know if they're poor, but whatever. You know what I mean? Like what we might call a bum or whatever. Sure. An invalid. You no, know, whatever the case may be. The same thing. You know. Hey, double A. When you wake up in the morning, you know. Do these things and yeah. make your day great yeah. or whatever. Be 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 you. Yes. Be the best that you can. Don't be like, hey, you know what? Today I want to be like Tom Cruise. Yes. How good. Yes. You know, exactly. I want to be fucking. You That's know, a pretty powerful message. I have the need. The need for speed. Right. You know? right. Don't be. Don't be diesel. You don't need you to know? idolize anybody. Yeah. You should idolize yourself. Yeah. Within yourself is yeah. greatness. Don't don't be like you know what one day I want to wake up and be like John Cena. Right. You know, Hulk Hogan, right. Rock, Stone Cold. Right. No. And, and and you know, I mean, I think that he takes a really, really slanted view on that because he kind of Which he always to, does. Right, which he does. <laughs> it's an extreme. It's an extreme. Yeah. Because in doing it, he kind of buries these uh, – uh, it was interesting for me to right now just draw the whole parallel to wrestling or whatever. But, you know, I wonder if he's what a What a better way, though. No, honestly. really, yeah. 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 Because in a way, he's choosing like, well, I need to bury your hero so that you'll believe in yourself. Because Spider-Man, who could be a more noble, loving, like, yeah. like I made a mistake character, but yet in Confederacy of Dunces, it's like, no, like, don't believe in this costume yeah. buffoon. You know what I mean? Like, you well, know. Sam, look, I, honestly, you know, we talked about this too. We're, we're Sometimes when we've talked about, like, getting autographs and we kind of talk about, like, what does it mean, though, in the long run? Right. You right. know, why are we doing this? We've for? got it in a closet. We got it in a closet, or you know, it's just something and, and it's just a thing. It's a we thing. worship like these heroes, you know, like like let's say we we are gonna meet Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. We want to meet Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to meet the wrestler Hulk Hogan. Sure. Not Terry Bolea. Yeah. You know, we right. want to meet this character right. of Hulk Hogan, and there's probably thousands of people that are lined up with us, and we're just We've we're been there, Double A. We've seen We're worshiping the people. this idol, and we're know? and we, yeah, we're putting sixty dollars or more in their yeah. pocket because why? We, because they made us feel a certain way that's what at I'm a saying. certain time. We, we we met the Nature Boy Ric Flair, who sure. we think is just the greatest dude in the whole world, but we love the character that he represents. Who yeah. knows what the real Ric Flair yeah. is like? We might. We, what if he saw him in a bar and he would just tell us like, "Fuck, fuck you, off. or whatever. Yeah, yeah fuck off. Leave me the fuck alone." Yeah. That would be really crummy. That's that would be saying. devastating. Yeah, you, know, you know, we're paying we're paying our money to get an autograph from this character. You know, not who they really are. We're paying for their character's autograph. But I also think too, Double A, we're also sometimes what do we say? Hey, thanks for the memories. Yeah. Because of course, when you course, watched it, when you maybe you you felt a certain way. Yeah, and, and all for all honesty, all we know. People might have different political views than us. They might they might have voted different from course, us. They might not give two shits about the people that me and you are. Yeah. You know, you could say I'm a white collar guy because I work in an office, okay. but I don't make. I'm not no one percenter. And you know, you're a blue collar guy. It's a they could say, well, whatever. I don't give a fuck about yeah. you. If I saw you in the street, I would never hang out and drink a beer with you. 
That's a that's a pretty crazy feeling. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? When I saw you as Steve Austin drinking a beer, flipping your boss off, giving him a stunner, I was like, in that moment, I cheered. When I sat beside you, Double A, at WrestleMania, me and you watched WrestleMania 25 together, and I saw, you know, Shawn Michaels, who I met, who was kind of rude to me, <laughs> fucking kick out, false finish. I was like, oh my god! Like I'm like that moment. I really was thankful to him for that memory. Yeah, yeah. You helped make yeah. that happen a great moment. I've said it before. I've been at playoff games for the Spurs. We lost a series of the yeah. Grizzlies, but we won in double overtime in game two. And 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 I'm hugging strangers, man. That guy could hate my fucking guts. He could be like a fucking Nazi himself outside. Yeah, yeah, or an A-train or, or a strong front yeah. outside of the outside of the of the of the arena. But in that moment. We we're like, man, you're my fucking brother, man. Yeah. Like, like, oh, did you see his first win? Like, yeah. fuck yeah. And, and it's funny because, like, again, we worship these guys, these women that, you know, different personas when I'm married to a nurse, an RA nurse that sure. goes out and actually risks her life right now in COVID and is actually trying to take care of people <laughs> and she does not get the respect that she deserves. We should be doing a podcast about Chris right you now. Know? And dude, my dad is a, is a go for veteran. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying that we don't, we don't worship these guys. We don't put them on a pedestal. I know. And I think that's what, but you know, that's what the beauty of reading the boys is because right. in, in a comic book way, he opens regular people like me and you, our eyes and we're like you know what we we were actually married we're actually related to real heroes exactly and, exactly. and they don't get love whatsoever or pay or, or pay or accolades or, or accolades. trading cards or posters or video games people or, rather have a fucking uh steph curry <laughs> yeah you know autograph sure. Picture sure. real quick, a one second picture of uh, Steph Curry or King Homelander. James, King James LeBron. Yeah, King LeBron James. who didn't go to college. Yeah, who didn't go to college. <laughs> Your wife went to college, you know what I mean? Yeah, she and went graduated. To, she went to the university, <laughs> made the dean's list. You know, she can heal people. She, she can, can help, help people. people. LeBron giving, James can dunk a basketball. She's giving so many people flu shots or just physicals. Or she's just, out there facing. She's getting COVID tested every week right yes, now. Yes, every and, week right now. And I think that's what Garth Ennis does yes. with the boys. It's like, guys, right. open your eyes. Look right. at who's really the heroes. It's not these fucking guys that that wear costumes. And in case of like athletes who wear their their uniforms, their basketball mm -hmm. uniforms, or wrestlers that wear their wrestling gear, or you know, football players that wear their football pads. Yeah. You know, it, those guys aren't the heroes, yeah. man. You know, <laughs> how about how about um, and, you know, guys? I know we're kind of on the rails here. On, no, no, we're on the rails. We're we're talking about the boys we and are. what Garth Ennis is are. trying to show. Yeah, in the boys, which is such a, a genius way of doing it. it really is that really we just is. don't really see it until we actually open our eyes and see they're not really heroes. I they're, was gonna just say a little bit about about how in the book it's like teenage kicks, you know, the little yeah. kids, the little like wannabe X-Men. Yeah. Like everybody gets it guys. Garth does it. Yeah. The gloves are he the man just and I think that the people that that read his scripts and his stories and, and go with it and the artist works with they're like they're they laugh too. They're probably they all for, they're, they're like they're like we're all they for it to. man. We're yeah. all for it. Uh, I mean you know uh I mean, I wonder sometimes, like, is Alan Moore a fan of Garth Ennis? 
kids if you're not it has to be you've they got have too to many be, similarities yeah you've got to be in like, their writing like in your 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 both great now of course yeah. alan moore gives it to you real heavy-handed he does you know and garth garth puts a lot of, of humor in there and a lot of like it's it's fun but it's yeah. also like you everything we're saying right now is a very serious message yes it it's, is and, it, and it's yeah. meant to say hey what, open your eyes. Open your eyes. And I think that's what really Garth was trying to do with the boys. Is yeah. trying to be like people. Open your eyes. There, these people aren't heroes. They only care about hearts. They only care about retweets. Yeah. They only care about popularity votes. Listen to the names, Double A. Wee Huey, <laughs> Billy Butcher. That's kind of a cool name, Billy Butcher. But I mean, it's kind of cool. But you know, okay. Mother's Milk. That's not like a cool name. No, it's not. That's not female. Fucking, that's not the deep, the female. Frenchy. It's just the female. Franchi. Yeah. It's like they're just like regular names because they're the boys. They're like just the regular. CM Chuck. Right. Like double A. Double A. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's, fancy. Yeah. I mean, you know. I mean, I want to be. I want to be the 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 ultimate icon. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but yeah, it's very interesting, right? Like the little things are like a yes. play, are like a and play. That's what's great about the show of the boys and the comic as well. Eric Kripke, Garth Ennis do such a great job of saying, "Hey guys, <laughs> open your eyes." Right. You know, right. this is a parody. They're they're a parody. These athletes are a parody. These heroes that we put, uh, even like. Like Chris Evans, we we love the guy because he's fucking Captain America. Yeah. Who's not even real? It's yeah. not even a real fucking character. But right. we see Chris Evans and we say, "Wow, that's fucking Captain America." Oh, if Chris Evans you know, came, if Chris Evans came to San Antonio tomorrow with signing autographs, yeah. I'd be there. No, but you know what I mean. That that's the point, though. I know, you know? I know. Yeah, but but I mean, again, I feel and, like, and, but he just does a great job of of trying to tell us in a comic book way, in a, in a, in a really excessive way that he does, which, you know, Garth Ennis really does. He he really exaggerates yeah. Uh, oh, know, yeah. the outrageousness of, of the situation. Definitely. You know? definitely. And you know what, too? The other thing about it that makes the stories great, and again, guys, it feels like we're talking a lot about the comic book here, but again, one leads right into the other. It, it does. No, if you look at They're the show. hand in hand. If you look at the show, it, 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 it even – more so does what we're talking about yeah. here. You you can definitely enjoy one without the other. Yeah, yeah. You but, don't even but, need to read. But the we comic. promise you, you'll enjoy them both equally yeah. and enjoy yeah. them more together. You know what I mean? The comic book is more outrageous than what the show is. The, yeah, the show is probably perfect for what the message is trying to send mm -hmm. without yeah. even sending it. You know, like it, it's doing it like subliminal. Yeah, where you you kind of yeah. like. Oh, okay. You know, I, I, mean, I see what you're doing there. This is what you know? I think, though. I mean, like I said, it's like I feel like you can enjoy one and you can enjoy the other, or you can enjoy them both. Yeah. Like, like me and me and Double A have we both read the comic first. We were we were excited when a series was coming yeah. out. We were we knew names attached to yeah. it. Kripke, I I I never watched Supernatural. I know based off of what you told yeah. about him. I watched season one. And I was like, man, I'm telling you, I binged in one night. Yeah. Me, my girlfriend, and her youngest son, who at the time was. Uh, what maybe like uh, 16, 15, and we loved it. He yeah. was ahead of me on season two. He was like, oh. he was texting me like, "Are you watching? Are you watching?" And I was like, "I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to catch up." And dude, he knew today. Today, he knew I was looking for Fresca for our pre-show, and he was like, "I knew you were looking for it for the boys." And I said, "Yeah, I was looking for it." And my dad bought me a two liter, and I told him, "I said, Jeremy, drink the two liter of Fresca." <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I mean, like that's just but it's how so good great. It is. Uh, like people can learn so much stuff from this boy. Like the boys, if you actually look 
deep into the meanings mm-hmm. of what they're showing you. And Kripke, you know that Eric Kripke does. He's so smart. He does really things really well. I've been a fan of his since Supernatural. Yeah. House with the Clock in Its Walls. Oh, my gosh. I love uh, that. Yeah. Yes. You know, he's done so much good stuff. And the boys, it's so, so much into the spirit of what Garth yes. Ennis is doing. He captured the spirit. Yeah. Exactly. I yes. cannot put it better myself, Double A, but you said that earlier. And I was like, yes. Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg did not capture the spirit of Preacher. No. Still a fine show yeah. in its own right. Not yeah. the same as the book, but, right. but the boys, the TV show captures the spirit of the yeah. boys, the comic book, in magnificent fashion, thanks to Eric Kripke. And, and again, enjoyed individually, comic versus show. Uh, Great. You'll, you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy either, both. Yeah, but yeah. you'll enjoy them together. Yeah. You know, you'll be like you feel like an insider when you've like read one and then watch, or you can even watch and then read and still enjoy it and still gonna be great. You're still gonna laugh, yeah. you're still gonna have fun, you're still gonna even think like, man, like this is a real social commentary, yeah. and there's a lot there, and there's a lot that like I said, we don't want to nobody wants to be Huey. It <laughs> sucks, he's Huey, he's but just yeah. we Huey. But yeah, we he's should the one be. that we should want to be. Should want to be. Even like Starlight that. saying that we're we're both not good yeah. good enough for this guy. Yep, she you says know? that. She tells Butcher that man, yeah. you are both not good enough for him, right? And that and that's that. She's a very admirable chick. In she fact, is. You know what I wrote down in my notes of late? I wrote down, think about the think about the Justice League, one woman. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Yeah. The Avengers. If we're gonna go movie wise, two women. Wonder Black, uh, Widow. Black Widow and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. In in the boys, here we have the seven at, at this point in the in the at this point in season two, we've got Maeve, we've got Starlight, but yeah. then we also got Stormfront as well. Even even Ashley, the PR girl, says that she's like, This is the first time we've ever had three women in the seven. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, that is a big deal. Like it should be equal. Yeah. There should be more races. There yeah. should be Everyone should be represented. Now, now, yes, I also do think that you know the best person for the job should be the best person for the job. Of course, you know I mean? yeah. You know, black, <clears throat> white, red, green, whatever. You know what I mean? But, but uh, I mean, you know, uh, you got a guy like Homelander that says otherwise, and he's like, no, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, we're, we're not going to do this. We're yeah. not going to do that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I make the final call, and even when they're trying to decide on the name, you know, are they? Are they super terrorists? Or are they super villains? He's like, no, you call them super villains. He's like, call them that. It's better. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just so wild, guys. It's, it's a worthwhile ride. Season one, definitely season two, and the comic book. If you get a chance, buy some collected yeah. versions. Yeah, you it, will. It, laugh. it doesn't last very long either. No. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Yeah, I think it's, it's really, only really like great. 70, 80 issues at most. Really, yeah. So yeah, which is nothing. In it's nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, double A. I mean, I feel like we already final thought it yeah. up, but final thoughts. Anything additional to add before? Uh, I would say maybe you know for the comic book lovers, it seemed like this was a prequel uh, to me, but I love the show. But uh, I can't wait for season three. Yes. Because I think we're gonna go deeper into the boys' mythology. So final thoughts for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I echo those thoughts yeah. almost a hundred percent. Garth Ennis is my favorite comic yeah. book writer. I could not wait to read the boys, the comic after Preacher. Kripke was the perfect Punisher. guy to put this on TV, and he did an amazing yeah. job. Yeah. I love the boys season one. I rewatched season two. I haven't rewatched a season in a long time. Rewatched season two and loved it. 
guys, go watch the boys Amazon Prime today. Um, we always like to say something before we go, guys, and that is whatever it is you want to do to make your life better, seize the day, guys, and it's going to take some elbow grease to do it. Uh, believe in yourself. Be your own hero. <laughs> do whatever it takes, guys. For the Just Another Friday Night podcast, we are out of here. Fuck Fresca. Ha, <laughs> ha.